Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the J to his bay, Michael Howard. I'm going to divorce you so hard. <laughs> Fuck you. 444, I'm going to kick you right out of this house. Don't you but dare you come at me like that. But you have my babies. You have my twins. No, they're my babies, not Aww. yours. You can Aww. visit them on every other weekend, you son of a bitch. You know but what I, you did. But I used to sell cocaine. Does that get me nothing? 99 problems. I'm not one, because fuck you, <laughs> idiot. Michael, how you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing s- splendid. I'm, I, I've am i moved to a new part of my bedroom studio um, <laughs> because uh, the Wi-Fi did not reach the other corner. Mm. Uh, so I had to drag my desk over basically directly in front of my door. I can't open my door right now um, because I had to connect a land cable to it. So he- I'm here. Why didn't you just get a, a longer cable from the store? Because longer cables cost many monies from Best Buy. <laughs> they they charge an arm and someone else's leg. You have to find someone else's leg and cut it off and bring it to them. That's, that's the only a, way they'll give it to you. That's a good point. But yeah. it's weird, though, because since it is uh, 2017, you can get things online now. Yeah, they also charge. Listen, for that you don't even. I have to kill a dog and bring them a dead dog. <laughs> a dead dog? Yeah, that's horrific. Well, actually, actually, no. It's it's a a living dog, but they have to kill it in front of you. God damn it, Jeff Bezos is a dickhead. Listen, man, Amazon, Washington Post, fake news. Yeah, it's not just the fake news you got to worry about. He wants to kill your dog for <laughs> internet cables. That that's that's the world we live in. That how do you think he got to be the richest man for twelve minutes? That's a good point. I feel like he became the richest man, and then everyone was like, oh, no. And so they just immediately devalued Amazon. Well, the thing was, they were like, hey, hey, Jeff, you're the richest man. Grats. You're super great. We love you. Thanks for all the good packages. Um, did, you, did you pay internet taxes? Nope. And then he's like, oh, shit, I forgot the internet taxes. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump said he said it, and now I have to pay them. Yeah, and, and so now I don't uh, have that money anymore because I paid all those sweet, sweet internet taxes. Yeah, sweet for me because now he pays for my roads and stuff. But for him, it's just, yeah. oops, oh, I'm not the – Bill Gates, again, he got it. He's on the throne. He's got it because he's – you know what? He's up to date on his internet taxes. Yeah, well, because he's not selling anything on the internet now. He's just building toilets for kids in Africa. Yeah, and, and like – Turns out fun new condoms and stuff. Turns out no taxes for new condoms. Yeah. That's just a, like, that's a new law. Yeah. They're just like, hey, good job. I guess we'll pay you money for that because good good condom job. <laughs> anyway, Michael, what are you up to these days? Uh you know, not too much. I went to a I went to a concert last night. Really? What, yeah. what concert? Um Jimmy World and Incubus. So it was two thousand one here in Chicago. Okay, so you told me a little about this, and I got to tell you, uh, we were we were chatting a little bit. Bleed American is that shit holds perfection? up perfection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's the only album, one of the few albums that are, that are you know that old that I can listen to straight through. Yeah, um, and you know that they're old because I called it an album. Yeah, yeah. No one actually knows what an album is. <laughs> so, what even is an album? But uh, there was. It's one small thing that I wasn't too happy about about was, the uh, the concert. Was it Incubus as as a whole? Well, <laughs> no. It was actually what happened before that. The opening band. Who's it, who? Wait, who opened for Jimmy World and Incubus? It was a band called uh, Judah and the, the Lion. Gin, the Gin Blossoms. I heard of <laughs> Judah and the Lion. Yeah, they sing that one song. It's like take it all back, take it all back. 
something sure. something yeah yeah so, that, me- that memorable tune <laughs> yeah they they played that song at the end but they had played a bunch of other covers so i thought that they were just covering more songs and rachel's like no they actually sing that song and i was like are you sure wait because wait, they so, also they also sang kings kings of leon so an opening band that has its own full album yeah played covers to open oh, only for- a few i mean like out of the seven or eight songs like two of them were covers but those were the only ones I recognized before their big smash hit at the end, I guess. Okay, so if I was a band opening for Incubus and Jimmy World, mm-hmm. I would just do like late nineties, early two thousands covers. Like <laughs> that that's would make it. sense, right? Like just get you in the mood. Like, hey, you remember exactly. this? Hey, have you heard a collective soul? You know? But instead, after the first song, he was like, Hey guys, you know, I love coming back home. I'm from right down the street in Wheaton. Illinois, And I don't know if you know anything about Wheaton, but it's home to one of the largest uh, Christian universities in the country. Wheaton? Yep. And so... I had a friend who went there and played baseball. Yeah, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then they started playing some music, and I was like, this kind of sounds like weird country rock Christian music. And so I looked them up on the interwebs, and um, sure enough, they're from... They were formed in Nashville, and they're... Music is described as folk, country, rock, hip-hop. Those are bad combos. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And um, they started as a Christian band. And in between every song, this man started doing, like, these weird sermons of some sort without actually mentioning, like, Jesus or Christianity or anything. He was just like, it's just so beautiful to be here underneath this beautiful amphitheater with all of our friends. And with also, our friends, my be- Jimmy my best friend, my best friend, that big man, you know yeah. who I'm talking about. <laughs> Michael, does it surprise you that a band called Judah and the Lion is Christian? Well, what was weird is I had, when we bought the tickets, I was like, oh, Judah and the Lion. Okay, that's, it's like an interesting play on Jonah and the Whale. Um, because, you know, I don't remember Bible. Bible. I don't yeah. remember Bible. But then, <laughs> but... Rachel also, she remembers Bible better than me, and she also didn't, she can also I, didn't think anything those of it. very obvious dots. Yes, and so, as soon as we got there, though, and, like, I put it together at the same time as she kind of put it together, and we both looked at each other and were like, motherfucker. They tricked us. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy got us. He ate the whole world, yeah, and then was like, exactly. oops, sorry, here's Jesus. And I was like, got so you, then it started assholes. me thinking, like, shit, is Jimmy World and Incubus, like, are they, like, Creed? Are they like closet Christian bands? Are they closet Creed? Yeah. <laughs> have I been have I been talking about how good this Bleed American album is and is really somehow about Jesus? Yeah. If you're listening, Jesus. Um <laughs> <laughs> like is the middle is the middle supposed to be purgatory like earth between heaven and hell? Yeah. Crimson and Clover is originally just Christians and you're over, you're in yeah. hell. Was mm-hmm. the original title, which didn't mm-hmm. really flow in the song. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird. Can I tell you my one experience with Incubus? And this is all <laughs> we also didn't talk about Chris Cornell, which I think the early days of this this show were very much talking about celebrities dying, and then yeah. everyone died, and we got tired of it. Yeah, well, um, we also didn't talk about uh, Chester Bennington. We which, didn't. Well, we did actually talk about Chester Bennington, but a, a long time, a while ago. ago. Yeah, Not, yeah. So. So this is kind of a toss, a send up to Mr. Chris Cornell, who I really did love. But mm-hmm. so back when Lollapalooza was still a tour, it came to West Palm Beach and I went to it with some buddies and um, Incubus came on probably mid afternoon, maybe three thirty, 
and they played like two songs and pardon uh, me and uh wish you were here yeah and then uh brandon boyd the singer uh or brandon not flowers whatever his name is took his shirt off and all the girls in the crowd went insane he did that at the show too except he had a jacket and then underneath the jacket he had a tank top and then eventually he took the tank top off too wow he's still doing it 15 years later what a hero yeah did did everyone go nuts yes okay so everyone like lost their shit Mm -hmm. when he took his shirt off um and then two bands later uh audio slave came on and they played two audio slave songs and then uh tom morello and other dipshit walked off the stage and Chris Cornell was standing there with his acoustic guitar like a dummy and he was playing it and then in the middle of his like single acoustic song he rips his shirt off and no one says anything <laughs> no one responded to it at all and I like I in that moment felt so badly for Chris Cornell who had clearly worked at himself like he had he had put in the reps He'd been in the gym. So he wasn't even like he looked bad with his shirt off. They no, just No, he, he looked great. I I would I almost I almost applauded for him, but yeah, I was <laughs> You I was, should have you should have started a slow clap. I think he would have appreciated that. You br- you brave bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Yeah, it's hard to feel bad sometimes for for like mega celebrities or like people who are rich, but you know what? I do feel bad for him there. Yeah, because I I don't know if he did it because Brandon of Incubus pulled his shirt off and he was just like, no, it's Chris's time. <laughs> it's Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna make them witness me, and then <laughs> they just no one no one wanted a piece of it. It's time for the core nipples. <laughs> Well, you finally broke her. I think it's time to introduce our special guest on the show. Um, you, you may have heard some giggles here in the background. Uh, so, Michael, you are familiar with my family's history with my dad's pool company, correct? Uh, you didn't introduce me. I haven't shit. gotten there yet. <laughs> hey, wait, wait your turn. This is my television program. Yes. Um, yeah, your dad, your dad builds pools in, in South Florida. You know, uh, yeah. he's the, the pool maker of the celebrities. Yes, for such media luminaries as I think he's built a pool for Jaja Gabor. Ooh. He built one for Calvin Klein. Ooh. He was on Vanilla Ice's TV show. <laughs> That's his, our big claim to fame. And there are many dozens of bodies hidden in pools around South Florida. Yes. It's interesting that you said that. Um, Very. So here on the program tonight, is my younger sister Amanda, Amanda Cushing. Hello. Please introduce Hello. yourself. Hello. I'm Amanda Cushing. I'm a Libra. I uh, do not like long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. and I'm a little drunk right now. Sorry. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to get into that specifically. Um, so she's Solange, then. I am Solange, Amanda's yes. the Solange. If I'm, the, if I'm Jay to your bae, then he's Solange to your bae. Yeah. If we're ever in an elevator, Michael... Watch your ass. Fuck. I'm going to beat it. Wow. Okay. Wow. I thought- well, I, I'm sorry. As your sister, I have That's to beat That's true. Yes, she does have to beat my ass in an elevator. That's just... The, them's the rules. But I do want to go back to your Jimmy World uh, comment about them being secret Christian. Uh, one, uh, their, their band spells out Jew, which is not a mistake. Really? And also, their drummer is a deacon. Wait, they're oh, super Christian. Shit. My Are friend. they jars of clay with a different they're, name? 
They're super Christian. Oh. And also, uh, crap. My favorite song about it's because, uh, th- like, they, one of the main singer came back to God. Mm. And, like, there's actually a song at the end of a Hillary Duff movie from them, and I can't remember <laughs> the name of it. And I made a Hillary Duff reference, but that's like when they, like, came back to God kind of thing. So, they're very, oh, wow. they're very secret Christian. <laughs> Oh no! Dang it! Yeah, sorry. I just that I my just, whole worldview is crashing around me. I, mean, I just remember, but like, don't worry, Incubus is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, g- great point. Right, they're they're probably just like we're taking it back for for the J, for the J man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reclamation. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of. You're a little drunk, Amanda. It's time for you to to face uh, the firing squad. Um, So Michael and I are drinking whiskey and soda, I believe. Um, You you appear to have poured uh, something into a a glass, which is hilarious given what you're drinking. Please tell the, the listening audience what is in your cup. Um, I'm drinking a Bud Light Lime Mango Rita. Which is such an affront to God. I, I, I can't believe Jimmy World hasn't jumped through your window and killed you. Okay, you know, all I have it to was say, not my choice. All I have to say is like brother, like sister, though, because you drink the you drink those freaking Mick Ultras, which is just water. At least she's got flavored water. Okay. F- yeah, exactly. First of all, no, nah, I'm not going to defend Mick Ultra. I can't. But it's, yeah. it's, it's low carb. It's 4.2% alcohol. I don't give a shit. I'll drink hey. them all day. Um, well, okay. So the only two things we have in our fridge right now of alcohol are mangaritas and two Mick Ultras that you left last time you came here. Oh. Guess which one I chose. She chose the mangarita over Mick Ultra. You chose the sugar abortion over just like the alcoholic yep. water. Okay. I have a question. Who bought the mangarita? My father. <laughs> okay, that makes so much sense. Yeah. All my dad drinks is like strawberry iced tea, just like Arizona iced tea. So the last time yeah. I had a, a, an arita of any sort was, was the lime I, I had it was a strawberita, and I was at a bare naked ladies and Ben Folds Five concert. What, Michael? What are I you mean, doing to yourself? You can't not drink a arita exactly. at one of those concerts. Well, they only came in like. Like the big ass cans, like the twenty ounce can, tall boy, strawberries. Um, and I had two of them. How nice. much then, sugar, Michael? Do you have diabetes? I I threw up red for like a good two hours once I got home from the concert. There's so much it, sugar in those. things. It was disgusting. Good. No, there's not, Mikey. There's artificial sweetener. Oh, okay. And also, I should point out that you had like the tall boys. I have like the world's smallest <laughs> can. I don't. I didn't even know that they sold these and not in like Coke cans that are trying to convince people that they're being healthy. Like I was like, I didn't know that they sold alcohol this small. <laughs> what a, what a treat for everybody. Okay, well, Shut up. Amanda, Shut we up. have you on the program tonight <laughs> yes. to talk about limeritas. Limeritas, yes, and all your Limeritas. thoughts on the the Arita family, uh, the <laughs> yes. the twelve different flavors of Ritas that Bud Light Lime somehow I don't know why that's a Bud Light Lime Mango Rita. You know, why is that just Budweiser Mango Rita? Yeah, that I don't know. That really upsets me. It's but, malt Amanda, liquor in there, isn't there? Okay, let's, sorry, we'll just move on. Yeah. we'll move on. So Amanda, <laughs> just to set up why Amanda's here tonight. Um, so she brought to my attention a story from our family's deep, dark history that I really did not know about. Uh, 
And Michael, I wanted it to come to your ears, hot and fresh out of the kitchen from from my dear sweet sister. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give her the floor here. It's pretty incredible. It involves a former Cushing Pools customer and the <laughs> FBI. Yes. So, so just to set this up, like I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts, and because I don't know, I like having nightmares. <laughs> And one of them has people write in about their brushes with a murderer or, like, a serial killer or something. And I was, like, thinking, I was, like, I wonder if, like, my parents have ever done that. And then I remembered a story that they used to tell us when my mom first moved down because, like, my dad came down first and then my mom came from with New Jersey. two older... From New Jersey. Sorry. Not, like, in order. Whatever. Uh, with <laughs> my Jersey. two oldest siblings... This is before Mikey and I were here, and they had just moved down to Florida, and our neighborhood was pretty empty. It was mostly uh, alligators and trees, basically. <laughs> the good so, old days of Florida. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, my my dad and uncle had pretty much just started their pool company, and one of my dad's clients was in our neighborhood, and she took a liking to my mom. And I guess my oldest brother, Jay, for some reason. And, this is uh, sweet little ginger boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I guess, and Carrie too, but Carrie was younger, too young. Uh, but she baked cookies and gave them to my mom in a brown paper bag. Okay. And That's just sweet. Next, it sounds sweet so far. I know. Okay, and following your story. She was so nice. And then the next day, the FBI came up to the house with... Uh, photos surveillance photos like from a telescopic lens or scopic however you say that word <laughs> of my mother accepting a package from this woman and was like where is the coke oh no <laughs> <laughs> and they were like um excuse me i mean they were good chocolate chip cookies but i didn't think coke was a secret ingredient <laughs> wait and do you mean are you looking for the Coke she delivered or our personal Coke? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was the 80s. It was the 80s time. in South Florida. Everyone yeah. did Coke in South Florida. I assumed that it just, like, was flowing down the streets. Yes. So, it turns out I've seen that Scarface. that old lady... Yes. <laughs> Funny you mentioned Scarface. Oh, no. Um, did she murder someone in lady, the bathtub? Hold on. This <laughs> old lady... <laughs> Turned out to be Griselda Blanco, a.k.a. the Black Widow, a.k.a. the Cocaine Godmother, and the Queen of Narco-Trafficking. What? And, uh... She's like the female Pablo Escobar? (laughs) She actually was in the same cartel. Oh, shit. She worked with Pablo Escobar. (laughs) And, uh, she, like, started, like, the whole Cocaine Cowboys in Miami and she baked cookies for my two older siblings. And so those cookies definitely made, had coke in them. They, she may have not definitely, put them in there on purpose, but like it had probably. to get in there on accident. Probably. Yeah. But after, so so I I remembered the story and I was started doing suspicious Google searches <laughs> that like FBI please don't arrest me. It was just like <laughs> That's how like, you start uh, every suspicious Google search. FBI, I'm sorry, <laughs> but cocaine goddess like, near my house <laughs> it was basically like drug bust female west palm 1980s and i i can't i this was the only woman coming up so i showed her picture to both my parents and they're like yeah that's her that's her 
And I'm like, holy crap. And then my dad just tells me that, yeah, the FBI agent, once he figured we weren't lying, he he brought us to her house, which, you know, I had been to, to build her pool. And showing me all the uh, hidden compartments where she kept drugs and all her guns. Mm. And I just, I I just need to read some highlights of her (laughs) career. Have you, have you guys seen the drunk history on her? Yes. Maya Rudolph played her in it's a drunk so history. Good. She has a drunk like this person yes. has a drunk history on her. Yes. I just realized and it Dan- just now when Amanda said uh yes. Grisella Blanco that like, oh shit, I know that name because I've seen a drunk history. I never knew this story as a as a cushing. This is Yeah. I would oh man. Dan Harmon told a story and it was Maya Rudolph and she was wonderful as it. But uh basically my father had had met her husband, and then shortly after that, she killed him. What? Yeah. Is he in the so, pool? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> he, it's so crazy. I'm so curious. And, I need to know so much. <laughs> so I'm just going to read some highlights. Uh, she allegedly ordered more than 200 murders. Her first murder was at age 11. Yeah, like you do. Yeah, she's a she, murder she, prodigy. She invented the motorcycle assassin. <laughs> that sounds uh, fucking not, badass. <laughs> yeah. The method of taking someone out involved two men and two motorcycles, both armed with plenty of firepower. <laughs> they would ride up, take aim, shoot, and then zoom off. Fuck. I mean, I've, I saw that in the, Ironically, in the first uh, Fast and the Furious. Someone tried to yeah. kill yeah. Dom. And, uh, saw that in uh, Mr. Robot, too. Mm-hmm. But ironically, this is the way Blanco herself died in 2012. Yep. <laughs> so she killed all of her husbands. Dad met her second husband. Yeah, I mean, you live by the motorcycle assassin, die by the motorcycle was assassin. She, That's what they always say. Still, was she still in the cocaine game in 2012? I, th- I think she went to prison yes, and got out. She, she, she went to prison and... And then she got deported to Colombia, and she got back out. And See, that's something about deportation. It's like, hey, criminal, go back to the place where drugs are made. Don't yeah. don't sell drugs, though, please. <laughs> don't get was, involved with all the people you used to be involved with. She was in prison from 1985 to 2004. Oh shit, man, that sucks. She, I, she she went to prison the you, year I was you born. You just met her, Mikey. You just met. You just missed me. me I know. Me. I could have gotten good cookies. Oh man, yeah. so good cookies. But she still ran her cartel from inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Amanda, did she did mom know did she remember how the cookies tasted? Uh no. Damn. <laughs> I don't not. think so. She probably got too high. Yeah. All she remembers she is that she doesn't remember that much of nineteen eighty five. She just came out of it with <laughs> you, I guess. Yeah, fair. <laughs> All she remembers is her face was numb for like a month. Yeah. So just two more great things. So she plotted to kidnap JFK Jr. <laughs> oh, we've all done that. But that's the eighties. That's everyone did that in the eighties. Only because someone leaked it to the FBI was it was the only reason it didn't happen. And then this is the last one. Fucking leakers, Her see? Ex- Fucking yeah. <laughs> leakers everywhere. Fake news. Got a s- fake news. Uh, her exploits inspired the nineteen eighty three movie Scarface. What? The original Scarface came out in 1932 with a plot loosely based on Al Capone. However, the remake was partially inspired by the murderous and vindictive actions of Griselda Blanco and her only surviving son, 
whose name was Michael Corleone, by the way. Uh, Wait, her her son's that... name was Michael Corleone? Yes. What the fuck? That's fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, I hate mom He movies. said that he didn't think the movie or uh, Tony Montana, Montana were similar depictions of his mother. And the movie made him depressed. Oh, that's sad. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> well, yeah, a- because they, they, they took a, a strong businesswoman... And mm-hmm. they decided, oh, it needs to be a man. Like, that's yep, fucking bullshit. Much. Goddamn fragile masculinity and just... Fucking Hollywood. Ugh, goddamn Those... Hollywood. But don't worry. HBO is currently developing a film with Jennifer Lopez attached to play the drug lord. You know what? Okay. Fuck it. I wish they had just gone with Maya Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> also, Al Pacino's very Italian and not at all Cuban, which not even Tony Montano remotely. is supposed to be. But, you know, whatever. Well, they're also making one with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is Welsh. Huh. Wait, why do they? She's, why do they always make two movies of the same thing? What is that? Because Mikey Lifetime needs to have a movie out. Wait, li- <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones is doing Lifetime movies? Yeah. Aww. And wait, okay. So two questions. One, Catherine Zeta-Jones making Lifetime movies? Sure, whatever. Okay, gotta get gotta get a paycheck. Lifetime is making movies about murderous drug lords. Has have they pivoted? Well, uh, yeah, Mikey, they've been doing that all the time. Like, there was like a whole movie with uh, what's her name from SVU starting a movie Marisha about Marisha Marisha. Marisha. Yeah, yes, her neighbor put uh video cameras in her ceiling, and it was inspired by a true story. And I thought it was all just like doing... Christmas romance movies all year round. Oh no, no it's always all... like that. That's the Hallmark Channel, Mikey. Yeah, I have no. sorry, guys. Lifetime I have an... is like guys being terrible and then women killing them. I haven't had yeah. I haven't had cable in seven years. I'm pretty sure Lifetime was like they did the the woman who set the mattress on fire to kill her husband. They've been doing this for a while. It's about women escaping terrible things. How does also, that or, how does that kill so how do you light a mattress on fire and kill your husband? How slow because he's drunk and he's a heavy sleeper and he also spilled an entire bottle of alcohol over him and oops, lighter. Yeah, that's that checks out. You know, yeah, you know how you do. Oh, I poured out. I poured hey, Everclear on myself and got into bed. See they ya. used to show. Uh, they used to show Goodfellas on Lifetime all the time. What like t- was it? A, what is it? A twelve-minute movie? Was Joe <laughs> Pesci just not in it? <laughs> Lifetime After Dark. <laughs> was it's Nick cable? at Night? They can show the Nick stuff. at Night version of <laughs> Joe Joe Pesci just talks about going to the farmers market the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just replace all of the scenes of Joe Pesci and Goodfellas with scenes of Joe Pesci from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Another movie about a ruthless killer. Exactly. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think, Amanda, I, I'm going to thank you for joining us. Do you have any closing comments about our family's deep brush with uh, law enforcement? Well, there is that story that mom also saw a dead body and then thought it was a mannequin. But I'll tell that on another day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think we've revealed enough of the Cushing family secret histories for tonight. Oh, man. We're you're... really not bright. <laughs> if your dad was mad about you talking about his bachelor party, I can only imagine how your dad's going to feel about this one. Oh, my God. I played that for him. And he was first, he was like... How'd they know we went to Chuck E. Cheese? And then, <laughs> and then, like, 
The second he realized what you guys were saying, he put his head his head in his hands. It was like, no. Have, have you ever played him the clip where Kush talks about walking out and his dad is wearing no underwear yes. and just his shirt just not even covering <laughs> his Kush God, parts? I have, I have to live with that on a, a daily basis. So... <laughs> <sighs> like a kindergarten boy who's caught with his no pants on, just oh no. See, I imagine it more being like how kindergartners when they try to use the urinal, they literally have to just take down their pants all the way and then just like shuffling out of the bathroom without pulling their pants back up. Yeah, <laughs> except except him. the kindergartner is wearing pants somewhere on their body. My father was not. No pants, no rules, just wrong, just just right. No, no, nothing about it was right. Outback, out Outback Donghouse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, Amanda, thank you so much. I object to this. <laughs> you don't well, even want to know what's going on down under. Yeah. That shirt. <laughs> well, Amanda, you can't object to us. It's our show, so. <laughs> I'm going to go slam this mangarita so I can forget about this. That sounds like a good plan. I'm going to get a refill of my whiskey because uh, this all hurt my brain very badly. <laughs> Thanks, right, Amanda. Thanks for joining You're us. Welcome. We'll be right back Anytime. with more Trends in Low Places in a moment. So, Michael, um, now that you know a little bit more about my family's deep, dark history with drug lords and just the lowest of the low, mm -hmm. um, what would you like to talk about this evening? I do have one thing that I need to need to mention. Yeah? So Something last, to get off your chest? Yeah. So, last episode, I talked about how I had a friend who was raising a duck. Okay. Um, and I forgot to mention what the name of this duck is. Um, I do need to know very badly. His name is Lil Boat. Lil Lil Boat. Lil Boat. Lil Boat. Lil Boat. Oh, okay, Lil Boat, like a floaty boat. Yeah, it's all I, I, I just. It's just the greatest name for a duck I've ever heard, and I, I, I completely forgot to mention it. I do like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, no, but, but we can go on to like you know other stuff. Okay, I mean, I honestly, I don't necessarily have a whole ton. I do have a pretty fun little uh what's on weibo okay so this is the part of the show where we talk about what's on weibo <laughs> this is where we talk about what's on weibo where we talk about stories on weibo the chinese social media network um michael are you familiar with winnie the pooh yes i am um are you familiar in uh yeah the whole know, tigger all, all their good pals kanga and rue yeah, all the good pals in mm -hmm. uh, in the Hundred Acre Wood is, I believe, what they call it. Mm -hmm. um, are you aware that Winnie the Pooh is heavily censored in China? Heavily censored? On Sina Weibo. What, what could Winnie the Pooh possibly be doing that needs to be censored out of Chinese Winnie the Pooh? I, I mean, one would assume because he, he is just a, a glutton. And just a, a real hog for resources, which is seems to go against m much of the state-run aesthetic. Uh, he he does love his honey. He he's a, r a real fat asshole. But why um, even show it at all? Then is yeah. my question. 
Um, I can tell you why. He's actually censored. I, I was just going to joke about this fat little idiot with like a, <laughs> a, a bad tummy shirt. He, you know, a real tank top. He's, he looks like a real bad boy when you really think about it. That's true. Uh, no pants. How old um, is Winnie the Pooh supposed to be? 800,000 years old. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's a very old bear. He has a lot of bad thoughts that the Chinese government doesn't like. Um, a pig is in love with him. That's not a good look. Um, so. <laughs> Wait. A, a pig is in love with him? Piglet. He he wants to get down with, with Piglet. Pooh. You think that Piglet wants to get with Winnie the Pooh? That's very, very clear. Are you kidding Wait, me? That's, that's what you've taken away from Winnie the Pooh? Is that Piglet? Piglet wants to fuck Pooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but Pooh is Jesus, too self-absorbed to... self with honey and himself and his, his damn gluttony that he is actually an asexual asshole just who loves honey. But Piglet really... Dude, Piglet has a a picture of Pooh that he hangs over his fireplace. I assumed it was like a um. The just Piglet like, wants to fuck Pooh. No, it was he looks up to him like a big brother, like a physically much bigger brother. Yeah, like the honey. kind of like like a dominating big person <laughs> that he wants to let literally fuck him. <laughs> no, Pooh wants Pooh. Pooh Pooh wants nothing. Piglet <laughs> wants Pooh in his Piglet. <laughs> I don't even think how that's did, did possible. You not, talked, did you not watch this show? We talked before about how pigs have really squirrely corkshoe penises, and Michael, I'm did you? Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not watch? Well, first of all, Piglet's on the receiving end of this thing. Piglet <laughs> wants wants poo. That's very explicitly clear. But you know, I watched the show. I also read the books, and I don't remember any sexual tension there because it was written for a six year old. When you when you read it, it's like Shrek. The whole t- all of Shrek is like they're making funny jokes for kids, but it like they're also winking to the parents, like, "Hey, this ogre wants to fuck this donkey the whole time." Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you clearly you need to watch the Shrek. Oh man, I need to watch these things with a with a different eye, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you remember in uh, Lion King when. Uh, Simba, or one of those idiots, lies down and he he sends up a puff of pollen and it sell, spells out sex. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just like that. But that okay. was way that was way clearer than the subtext of Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> in which Piglet wants to get railed by Piglet Winnie. Wants to, so, okay, are there any other love relationships in Winnie the Pooh that I am unaware of? Like, does Eeyore want to fuck somebody, and that's why no, he's so depressed? E- Eeyore is just a very sad boy. He okay, just, just no. a sad boy. Um, but that dumb old rabbit. I don't know. He wants to fuck somebody, but it's really unclear. He just he's just honing for somebody. He's horned in. I mean, Tigger. If anyone was was going to have a sex addiction of some sort, I assumed it would be Tigger. No, Tigger just can't stop masturbating. <laughs> That's his curse. That's why he's bouncing around so much. He just literally can't stop. <laughs> Oh, fuck, you broke me. I'm broken. I'm, I broken. Also, I'm I also, a broken man. I also broke the 100-acre wood, <laughs> um, which I don't feel good about. Uh, and it has nothing to do with this story, like, at all. Um, but, Michael, would you right, care to... Right, a story. Rebo, yes. Okay. okay. Would, you, would, you care to, would you care to guess why Winnie the Pooh is censored in China? 
And it's not because of insatiable love of pigs. Uh, it's because uh, the Dalai Lama really likes it. No. Okay, so this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. Um, but it does speak to, like, I really appreciate the fact that we live where we do. And we <laughs> don't have to deal with this shit because... This all started in 2013. Uh, I'm going to send you an image uh, via Slack. Give me one second. Um, So there was a picture taken in California at a summit with uh, President Xi Jinping of China and uh, Barack Obama. Did you just try to say that really fast so you didn't actually have to pronounce anything? It's Xi Jinping is his name. Okay. Uh, I, I've said it on this show before. I'm not a total moron. Um, I wouldn't be but, able to say it, so there. So, uh, Barack and uh, Xi Jinping, I nailed it. <laughs> God. Uh, they're walking uh, across a California lawn, and uh, someone tweeted, or weboed, I don't know the proper verbiage, uh, they posted this image of... Boo and Tigger walking in the exact same pose, <laughs> just like perfect, like arms akimbo, legs bent, like the exact same way that uh, Pooh and Tigger are walking through. A, well, but uh, see now, now that you've told me what's going on, all I can think is that now Barack Obama has just insatiably masturbates. Well, you can kind of see his hand is covering his crotch, like he's. He's thinking about it. He probably brushed that dick on the way every way across. Um, is that but, why his nose is so pink? <laughs> why would it be pink? Why would his nose have anything to do with it? You monster! <laughs> it's when you get flushed when you when you orgasm, you get all flushed, and your your and nose glows. That's the only part of him that can get flushed because he's got fur on him. Cush, obviously, Jesus. Christ, man. So so next you're going to say that Rudolph's nose was only red because he was an a unsatiably horny bastard. <laughs> well, everyone knows that. Yeah, it's standard. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, people- Santa had this- to just, in, just jack him off the entire time he was riding just so his nose would stay red. <laughs> and Santa had to fly the whole time. Exactly. Rudolph's, Rudolph's nose was guiding him. And he exactly. Just couldn't get anything done. Those gifts never got delivered. Anyway, so um, this picture of uh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger walking that looked pretty pretty closely <laughs> similar to Barack Obama and Xi Jinping um, went viral and then was taken down by censors because they didn't like uh, the president being compared to a fat, honey, horny bear. Um, <laughs> With no pants on. Yes. So <laughs> in September of 2015, another image of Pooh trended. Uh, during a military parade where Xi Jinping drove around in a car. Um, and the following image of a, like, very cutesy Winnie the Pooh driving in a very mini green car went viral. Uh, so, <laughs> it's pretty adorable. Not going to lie to you. So, because of the censorship, a new political meme kind of created itself on the scene of Weibo. And now anytime Xi Jinping does anything, someone finds an image of Winnie the Pooh doing something in the show oh, God, and they post so it on Sina Weibo. Uh, I'm going to send you another one of him shaking hands with uh, Shinzo Abe, <laughs> the prime ministry of, of uh, Japan, <laughs> with Pooh shaking hands with Eeyore. Okay, there is no way that in the, that in Winnie the Pooh that that image actually existed. Somebody drew that. No, this this hundred. I mean, dude, 
the Why Simpsons, does Pooh have his the, eyes closed? Because he's, again, he's thinking about fucking Piglet. No, he's supposed <laughs> to be the one who wants to fuck the honey. Honey, sorry. He's thinking about honey. At, okay, at any point in his existence, Pooh is thinking about honey and how he can get his dirty, grubby paws on it. That, that's all he wants to do. So in this moment, he's thinking about, and Eeyore, he's just happy to have a friend here. He has a, the hint of a smile. His his ears aren't up. His he eyes are very look, sad. He, t- he looks too happy, though, for you. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have a friend. Okay, so, Michael, here's where this segues into the conspiracy of the week, which we haven't done in a minute. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for it? Yes. So on the surface, oh, holy shit. Uh, Wait, where does Christopher Robin come into all this? Because He's I an asshole. It, I no one cares. Whole- Michael, I got to pause. First of all, I just, I just... So I discovered the story three minutes before we started recording, and then I had to move my desk and all this shit. So I just discovered a paragraph, which is uh, terrific, and I will get back to your question. But here's a quote. In this way, Winnie the Pooh is somewhat familiar to the grass mud horse, one of China's most famous means. The three-character phrase, Kiani Ma, I probably butchered that. Literally means grass mud horse, but is pronounced the same way as the vulgar fuck your mother, which is written with these three different characters. <laughs> and so grass mud horse, I believe, means llama or alpaca. Um, so in 2009, the grass mud horse became some sort of mythical creature that resembled an alpaca. Everyone knew that it was actually a big middle finger to the authorities. It was a netizen's way of showing censors that they could avoid them through creativity. <laughs> I love the fact that there is a three-word phrase that, spoken one way, can be llama. Grass, grass mud horse. Grass mud horse. Llama. And spoken another way can be fuck your fuck mother. Fuck your mother. It's, it's a nice middle finger to to the man, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Grass mud horse. Yes. That's a so, good band name, I think. It's a good. I would. I would be happy to be the bass player. It would be in like a folk band, though. It'd be like Mumford and Sons opened up with Grass Mud Horse. I feel like you can only perform in Nashville, though, if you are Grass Mud That's Horse. True. Yeah. Fuck your mother. I'm pretty band. sure I saw Grass Mud Horse. It was just a. It was just a hipster with a banjo at the at the zoo today. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Winnie the Pooh is banned on Cinewebo. He's not allowed. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's where the global conspiracy comes into play. And so we all know that China is the next big frontier for like mm-hmm. movies. They film in Hong Kong just so they get a Chinese audience. Like every movie studio wants to like be appealing to China so they can earn more money outside of America. Yeah, Triple we all X, know the new one. Yep. They all, you got to be in China. Mm-hmm. So um, my girlfriend, Amanda, she had a... A family friend who's apparently obsessed with Tigger went to Disney a month or two ago and she couldn't find or sorry, sorry, they didn't go to Disney. Amanda's parents went to Disney and her friend asked them to find Tigger merchandise. They couldn't find it anywhere in Disney and they wound up in some like weird flea market like in Orlando trying to find stuff. But apparently Disney has like gotten rid of all of Winnie the Pooh, all the Hundred Acre Wood. All of Christopher Robin's good, good friends. They're Wait, Winnie the Pooh is Disney? Uh, hello, Michael. Where Has have you it been? always been Disney? What are you fucking talking about? Of course, what? Yeah, he's not just some fuck. He's not a poor <laughs> a bear. Like I, I know he wants to fuck that honey badly, but he's not a Pornhub guy. 
Who do you think made him? I assumed it was Hanna, like Hanna Barbera. They were Yogi the Bear. Fuck you. Yeah, but I don't think I look. Winnie Michael, the Pooh you may get, be you Disney get, now, but Winnie the Pooh was not created by Disney. Yeah, get, Winnie the Pooh was created by a, an author named A. A. Milne, and then he in sold like nineteen twenty six. Yeah, everything was created by A. A. Milne in nineteen twenty six. I don't. Everything I, was. I seriously don't think. No, it's everything like a recent was. He, thing. he wrote Lord of the Rings. He wrote. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote All Quiet on the Western Front. Like I did everything, and then he sold it all to Disney. He actually, he actually was also Roald Dahl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disney bought it in nineteen sixty six. So. Yeah. So my yeah. entire life, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. God, so anyway, he does look like he wants to fuck that honey, though. Dude, you know he wants that honey. Mm. In his non-existent genitals. Anyway, <laughs> so apparently Disney has been phasing out Winnie the Pooh and that's, Friends. That's fucked up. Merchandise. And I didn't, I was like, that seems really weird. Why would they be doing that? They're, they're obviously, you know, famous characters. A lot of people like them. Now I know. Fucking they're appeasing. They're appeasing the Chinese government. Disney's taking orders from Big Red. I think I think we're the first ones to stumble on this this conspiracy theory. Yeah, we're I think now we are no longer a comedy podcast. We are it's now serial. Yeah. We're it's a like serial style we're a, podcast. We're a prestige breaking news exactly. invest, investigatory so, podcast. This, this is, is part one in a ten part series about how Disney is trying to phase out I trying didn't to realize, kill Winnie the Pooh. I didn't realize how deep it went. Next week on Pooh Stories. <laughs> I think I think we'll have to workshop that name a little bit. Poo wipes. Okay, yeah, we're getting there. How how Disney wiped the poo out of China? Well, actually, it's China wiped the poo out of Disney. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. How this China? One. How China smeared Disney's poo? How poo became number two. <laughs> But not, because number two is still a pretty good number in terms of sales. Anyway, yeah, Michael, what do you think about what do you think about our our cherished national treasure, the Walt Disney Company, bowing, kowtowing to those red commie bastards? You know, it's kind of weird, uh, because Disney in the past has never shied away from, you know, being really racist and terrible. So I mean it's Walt Disney weird. Walt Disney was Pretty good friends with Hitler. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they made, you know, Song of the South or whatever movie that was. And, like, uh, you uh know, They the made literally every Disney cartoon, which are all racist as fuck. <laughs> so, you know, it's really surprising to see such a just upstanding institution, um, you know, just kind of go by the, the wayside like this. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, I mean... Because I, I was I was actually very curious when I learned that they were getting rid of that merchandise. Because like when last time I went to Disney, probably like three or four years ago, I went to like just the poo everywhere. As it literally, far as like, the yeah, eye like, can see. like downtown Disney was full of fucking poo, especially just like poo. And, and like Tigger specifically was everywhere. And this is like the one thing that like they wanted. You couldn't find any of it. It, it, it struck me as very odd. Well, Michael, now that we've stumbled on the greatest global conspiracy of all time, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to chat with me about tonight? <laughs> I do, actually. I have a I have a couple things that um, I'd like to bring up. They're, they're kind of related. Okay. 
It's um, <laughs> kind of related to the Chinese. They're not related to the Chinese forcing Disney to take down nor one of our Pooh, favorite characters. N- nor Piglet's fucking bears. I'm just going to send you a little a picture real quick. Which, by the way, you I, you didn't seem to agree with that Piglet wanted to just really get railed by Pooh. No, which... I, you know what? I just don't. I, I just didn't see it. Now they see it. Or now that I have I have the the idea planted in me, I'm gonna have to rewatch. And Alms, we didn't get to the point about like where does Christopher Robin? Oh, say, I feel like Christopher Robin is making the whole hundred acre wood up in his mind. Well, yeah, obviously. So what he's you're not, saying he's is not best Chris, friends with a bear. So what you're saying is Christopher Robin is making up the fact that Piglet wants to fuck Pooh though. Listen, he's a weird kid. He was it was post war. That kid, he probably had a lot of confusing thoughts he didn't know what's going on his you know what his dad might not even be there who knows his mom's probably a wreck kids probably trying to escape i mean like i'm I'm confused i'm going through puberty i'm gonna go into these woods i have these weird feelings i bet that bear i see wants to fuck that pig shit or other way around (laughs) (laughs) also in what world do bears and pigs and kangaroos and tigers and rabbits all live in the same woods because kangaroos definitely should not be there and also let's let's confront like it's also we even call it the hundred acre wood is it a thousand acres <laughs> that seems no, it's like a, it's, it's hundred acres it seems like a big woods well, 100 acres is a pretty small wood. Right. That's what I was going at. <laughs> yeah, but it, it only has to hold like six animals. Yeah, but again, they are all natural predators of each <laughs> other. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if one of those natural predators is just obsessed with fucking honey. He'll still get hungry eventually. <laughs> well, Michael, what do you got for me tonight? <laughs> All right, I'm going to send you this picture, and I want you to tell me if this isn't the cutest picture you've ever seen in your life. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You sack of shit. (laughs) Can you just, can you describe what you see? Okay, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I saw the hat first. (laughs) So it's a jaunty hat. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to describe it from. The hat down. It's a pink top hat, very jaunty, with a pink, a large pink feather sticking out of the band of the hat. Um, <laughs> in the background, there's a brick wall. There's a chair, maybe. It looks like some broccolini sticking up in the background. Um, <laughs> and then underneath the hat, there appears to be a very small onion ring on the eyeball of a very horny toad um who is wearing the stupid hat i want i want this thing dead and gone and i want it to be shot into the moon he has very glowering eyes i don't like him he's a bad frog and you're a bad friend uh it's a toad kush his name oh. is mr toad i well I, oh man i want to kick him but i don't want to touch him <laughs> so there's this toad that would show up on this guy's porch um Every day, and so we decided to start making him little hats. Okay, how do you feel? How do you feel about that, Kush? I don't like him. I don't like that man. I don't like this. I don't like this toad. Are you trying to tell me that a toad wearing a sideways? (laughs) I like that hat. That's pretty good. He's got a little sideways tea cap on him. That's pretty fun. So, do you know who you have to thank for the reason frogs still exist? Who? 
The asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. That asshole. Yeah. How, wait, explain that to me. I I need I need explanation. That that sounds wrong and bad and incorrect because <laughs> that asteroid didn't finish the job, and I hope another one comes around to do it. Uh, apparently, frogs have been around forever, but like until the asteroid came and wiped people out. I mean, white people. Yep, wiped them out. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. <laughs> That's why they didn't exist until uh you know later but they wiped dinosaurs out and all the big animals and frog populations exploded from that extinction event so dinosaurs were just were just chowing down on frogs <laughs> apparently dinosaurs just fucking were holding frogs down damn it i wish those big scaly bastards were back oh i couldn't oh i, I, I wish really- we had T-Rex is running down the street of L.A. because, holy crap, I would prefer that to these little guys. I didn't have a lot to say about that story. I just really have... I have had that toad with a top hat picture saved on my computer, no joke, since March, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not mad that you... Like, I'm I'm pretty mad that you sent it to me. And I just haven't had a chance to bring it up. I'm, I mean, I am mad that I'm looking at it, but damn, he does look pretty dapper. I, I mean, right? I, obviously, I don't like him, and I wish a dinosaur had stepped on him and his whole family like a million years ago, like butterfly effect style, and frogs never existed now, but um, <laughs> damn, he is a pretty dapper little fella. I'll give him that much. All right, I got what one. Were, what were dinosaurs doing to these frogs, though? Um, have you ever seen the video of the chimpanzee and what he does to the frog? (laughs) Yes, I have. It's one of my favorite videos. I think that has (laughs) nothing to do with what the dinosaurs were doing to it, but I just wanted to bring that up. Well, now I feel the need to explain the video, (laughs) Michael. (laughs) We can't just say that and then not talk about it. Oh, right. Because it's like a auditory medium. It's an audio medium. Yeah. Um, would you like to explain it? Sure. There is a chimpanzee who's just carrying a big old bullfrog mm-hmm. underneath big his old, arm. Big old frog. Yeah, he comes into the the film there, and he he, he walks in front of visitors, which I yeah. think I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he walks in front of the visitors at the zoo. They're they're filming him. He takes a little seat. He pulls that bullfrog from out from underneath his arm, and he goes to town in a very sexual. Penis Basically, and a frog's mouth the frog, way. the frog was piglet, and <laughs> the chimpanzee was what he wishes Pooh would do to him. <laughs> I feel like we've discussed this video before on the show. I don't know if we have, but my favorite part of it is as the chimpanzee finishes, he tucks the frog back under his <laughs> armpit and walks away. <laughs> Makes me so happy, Michael. What else you got for me tonight? <laughs> Oh, I got one more story that uh, that actually Rachel, my my lovely wife, sent to me. Um, do you remember the dating app I talked about a while back, where you basically match people on who hates the same stuff? Yeah, I do. Called Hater. Hater, what up? Mm-hmm. Well, they released some data, kind of like Pornhub released a while back, about which state or about each state and what people hate the most in that state okay interesting so i'm gonna go over a couple of these because they're interesting so like some of them are are, you know normal like uh people in connecticut hate winter yeah Um, okay people in new york hate Times square (laughs) Um, sure 
you know, people in uh, Alabama hate vegetarianism. Yeah. But then there's some other weird ones that I just don't quite get. Okay. So people in Delaware hate Casey Affleck. The most out of everything, apparently. That's what they hate the most. They hate the most. Any reason for that? Nope, it doesn't explain. Just, what do you think people in South Carolina hate the most? It's political. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you. Yeah, a hint. no. I was I was gonna. I was turning towards race. Um, it has nothing to do with race, but it is somewhat political and related to NSA data. Do they just hate Edward Snowden? They hate Edward Snowden. Man, well, I mean, they're on the right track. Wait, <laughs> fucking South Carolina is pretty fucking woke. What's up? Right? <laughs> what do you think people in Rhode Island hate? <laughs> Massachusetts. Middle America. You're close. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's weird to me that Rhode Island hates the flyover states when Rhode Island seems to me like the ultimate flyover state, even though no one flies over it. They just drive around it. So I can never remember which one's Vermont and New Hampshire, but I think this one's New Hampshire. What do you think new people in New Hampshire hate? Vermont. God. They just hate him. They just hate God, just hate huh? God. Fuck. Fuck that. Just fuck that guy. Fuck. Hate him. <laughs> so this one, this one was one that, like, that really threw me for a loop. People in Wisconsin, which, so I didn't, Rachel brought up the point that she wasn't even aware that people in Wisconsin would even know what this was, let alone hate it. But people in Wisconsin hate trap music. Really? They just hate trap music. Just can't stand it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of white people. and I mean, I feel like some of these states have to be like a very small sample size, but but still. Dude, I'm trying to find info on why people in Delaware hate Casey Affleck, and I just can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I really just want to know why they hate Casey Affleck so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, like, I'm literally trying to track this down, and I can't. Is he from <laughs> Delaware? The best I can see is that it's just because of Manchester by the Sea. But... <laughs> so, in Illinois, your home state, Michael, you know what their greatest peeve, the thing they hate the most is? Yeah, I saw that. It's biting, biting string cheese. <laughs> biting string cheese. What the fuck, dude? Which, okay... Here's the thing. What I do is I open the string cheese. I take one small bite just because it's hard to peel the string cheese unless you fit it first. So I take one small bite. And then sometimes I get bored of stringing the cheese off and I just want all of the cheese in my face immediately. And then I eat the string cheese. I mean, I get it. I mean, there are some good ones on this. Like like Idaho asking for directions like they don't live in the middle of fucking nowhere. (laughs) Very good. Um, Mm -hmm. Can we talk about North Carolina? We can talk about North Carolina. I mean, theirs makes complete sense, though. So North Carolina, what does your state hate the most out of everybody, according to Hater? DUI checkpoints. I mean... North Carolina, are you okay? They take they take time out of your evening, you know, because you got to, like, it, it slows down traffic. You got to go through, you got to answer questions. You don't know, like, I mean, I'm just saying you got to talk to a cop. What if he doesn't like the cut of your jib? It's not good. No, I get it. Exactly. 
the whole the eastern seaboard is pretty buck wild. Yeah, they're insane. So I'm just gonna man. read. Th- I'm just gonna go down the line. We got people who use money clips, jellyfish, Casey Affleck, cheap coffee, dabbing uh, pizza grease with a napkin. How do you just hate these things? Massachusetts hates Eli Manning, which I fucking love. Uh, let's see, who is this? Where do we go here? Uh, Maryland hates the idea that everyone has a soulmate. <laughs> Not having it. Couldn't care less. <laughs> All right, Michael. I think we're gonna be we're gonna be done here for a minute. So, uh, what do you got for me? How do you want to close this out? I have an F my life that um, I think is actually quite ingenious, while also being the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, today, I had to take my son to the hospital for drinking sunscreen. Apparently, he saw something on the internet that said if he drank it, his body would sweat it out and continually reapply it to his body. He's 16. Yeah, I mean, I was just about to say the logic is sound, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I said, it's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but also, like... You're, you're intrigued by it. Kind of, maybe? Is he right? I'm just saying, like, when, you, when you've when you drank too much, you feel like you're sweating out alcohol, right? Yeah, well, because you're sweating out all the other bad things. Right, so I'm, I can see where you might think, if I drink this sunscreen... If I ingest this blessing from... <laughs> From the good, the good sun doctor god, from um, Doctor Coppertone. Yeah, and then I, I will imbue its power into my body, and I will exactly. just force it through my pores. Exactly. No, I mean it's a compelling, interesting topic for sure. Like you want it to be real, but unfortunately, science doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'm just saying, until somebody tries it, how do you know if it's wrong? Right. I mean, I, yeah, I, for yeah. this one, I I do not volunteer as tribute because what what does a lot of sunscreen have in it to block the sun? Zinc. What's really good to keep you from getting sick? Zinc. zinc. Man. So not only are you not getting a sunburn, you're also not getting sink, sick because of all of the zinc. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, hold on. I'm gonna just real quick Google is it safe to eat sunscreen? <laughs> I mean, also aloe's in it. Aloe's pretty good for your tummy. Mm-hmm. There you it makes go. your skin feel good. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, it's probably fine. He's probably he probably didn't die. Uh. Never mind. There are four very poisonous ingredients in sunscreen. <laughs> you probably should not eat it. That's a that's a tilt PSA. One of those okay. other ones. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would try it. I mean, like it's one of those things, like. Oh, carrots help your your eyeballs see better at night. Like you know, celery's negative calories. Eat it, and you'll be full and lose weight. Um, sunscreen. Like, I wouldn't try it, but I'm gra- glad that there are heroes out there to try these things for us. Yeah, and just to make sure we're not missing something. And I'm glad they're young, dumb idiots who we probably don't need in the gene pool anyway. Willing to just squirt a, a little bloop of uh, sunscreen in their mouth and be like, oh, I see what. Let's see what this tastes like. I really want to know how much sunscreen he drank. Like, was it a whole bottle? I'm going to say it was a double, like, toothpaste amount on the toothbrush. Like, okay, covered me. I'm good. <laughs> I, so what, I wonder did, if did he, he ate it. I, toothpaste? I, I want to know if he ate it, like, 12 hours before he went to the beach. Just like, 
He's like, yeah, I wonder if he thought it was like, well, I have to digest it, and then it has to get through the bloodstream, and then really work its way through the skin. Or if he just like ate it, like and like you know, ate the bottle of sunscreen, and then walked down to the beach like twenty minutes later. He's like, yeah, I got it. It's covered. I I I I put it in me. He went to the beach with his friends, and like he's like running to the beach, and they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I gotta sweat all of my sunscreen out onto my body." Yeah. It's not going to get out there and protect me unless I'm sweating. It's like Gatorade. It's in me. I need exactly. to get it out I of me. I need to get it I out need... of me and on me. I need to coat my body with my, my good blessing. Um, <laughs> oh, you didn't bring any sunscreen? Let me just run around a little bit and then here you go. I just yeah. give you some of my sweat screen. Yeah, it's all. It's basically all coconut oil from here from mm-hmm. here to the, the gizzards. So yeah, I just need to sweat it out pretty good. I'll be fine. <laughs> Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us here tonight on Trends in Low Places. It's been an episode, huh, bud? It has been an episode of a podcast. I, You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm still not clear who wants to fuck who, Piglet or Pooh. <laughs> I mean, that's your thing, but I'm going uh, to assume now, from now on, that literally everyone in the Hundred Acre Woods wants to fuck somebody. That's not true. That old That old rabbit is not interested. Well, ever since his wife died, of course not. I mean, it's tough. Was there an owl? There's probably an owl. There was- <laughs> I think there was an owl. Didn't he tell Pooh how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? And Pooh was like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here for the fucking just- honey. Tell that pig to get out of my butt. Jesus. <laughs> I woke up a- again. To Piglet just staring at me as I slept. By the way, there was a rabbit. His name was Rabbit. No. Fuck. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, I guess Tigger was, or a tiger was Tigger. Yeah. Shit, it was also named Owl. The owl was named Owl. What are we doing here? Oh my God. Christopher Robin, do you have an imagination? Hey, Milne just gave up. He's like, oh, I, I got one name. I got Winnie the Pooh. Winnie, oh, yeah, I don't know how to name it. Piglet? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll make piglet, a piglet. Yeah. I'll make a piglet who wants to get with that damn and bear. And then kangaroo. No, not not kangaroo. We're going to have to call the mother kanga and the baby roo. Yeah. That's real that's, clever. That's, that's fun. That's and then literally everything clever. else is just named a thing that I... Eeyore. Oh. Eeyore's got a name. That's true. Okay, so it's just Eeyore and, and Winnie the Pooh. It makes sense if you think about A.A. Milne being eeyore maybe he was just so depressed yeah oh i kind of think of my dog as eeyore because she's a big fat sad sack um but yeah anyway i guess that's true because her tail did come off too she lost that bad boy yeah it popped right off just like eeyore yep why does eeyore not have a real tail why does it get button okay fuck i i'm just we're we're too deep into the lore it probably has something to do with sex toys knowing a milney because that guy's (laughs) really fucked up what a weirdo. World War One really fucked some people up. I don't I don't mind telling you. Um Michael, I think that's gonna do it for us here tonight. Um thank you for joining us. Uh if you want to find out more about this show, you can find us on goodbuddymedia.com. Uh occasionally, sometimes I write blog posts about this show and we post about the show you on really social media. We should post some blog posts because we have talked about a lot of visual mediums and we've talked about medium. some really good stuff. But I I'll be honest with you. I I don't want to post that chicken fucking video. <laughs> like I don't want to do it. I had like I had one listener our our friend Dave obviously. Of course Dave wanted to do the chicken <laughs> of fucking Of course our video. friend Dave googled it. 
<laughs> he Googled, of course he Googled it. Yeah. It's, I don't, He's going to blame us when the, when the fucking FBI shows up at his house. Yeah. They're like, hey, where's the cocaine? It's where's like, the oh, cocaine? No, no. Also it's just the my, where's my dumb fuck. friends told me to watch this guy fuck a chicken. Um, it's a bad video. Um, but Michael, <laughs> how else can people it, help? How else can people help us it. out? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'll Coach, one of my favorite parts about that last last episode was us coming up with chicken puns for like a good two hours mm-hmm. yeah okay i'll post all of those on, on the blog <laughs> i'll post i'll post all of our alternate titles all right. um and so yeah you can find that on the blog you can find more stuff if you want to send us some uh some tips or a story or just want to give us some feedback you can email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com uh we always check that we love to hear from everybody and if you have a story that you want to tell us uh we'd love to hear that we've uh shared some stories in the past and uh if we haven't it's mostly just because we find dumb shit 12 minutes before the show we we lose our minds so uh if you want if you want something on the show please tell us we will get there when we can but michael how else can people find us on uh say social media yeah you can find us at t-i-l-p cast on the twitter and the facebooks um you know and the best thing you can do is share the posts when a new episode comes out that's the best way to get out to other people we don't uh really advertise this show at all except for on the social medias so the best way to um for you to help us out is to is to share it um and we appreciate everyone who has been sharing it with all their friends we have been getting new likes and new listens and all that cool stuff and it's still weird to me that people i don't know uh are are listening to this show so hey everybody i've never met and someday i will meet and (laughs) it will be really awkward but i love you the same so yeah for sure and uh you can find us on any podcast app you like uh we are all over the place we're on stitcher itunes podbean podcast addict uh podcast republic all all your favorite guys we're we're in there somewhere just search for transcendental places or our sister show longest days of our lives where michael and i and Cur- our friend or curtis go talk to about weirdbuttsonline.com if you go to weirdbuttsonline.com you will be directed directly to our good good site because yeah we we bought a vanity idiot url as soon as i mentioned that <laughs> on the uh or michael mentioned on the show we decided <laughs> to buy a url so we did it we're real podcasters now uh michael thanks for joining me tonight i can't wait to talk to you next time yeah love you buddy love you too toodles <laughs>